peace of our Lord be with you. And also with you. How lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord of hosts. My soul longs, indeed, my soul faints for the house of the Lord. One day there is better than a thousand anywhere else. In yet another one of those conspicuous convergences of lectionary and life, the common lectionary has asked the church throughout the world to read today those words from Psalm 84 concerning the psalmist longing for the psalmist sanctuary at the very moment when so many are so longing for the same. Children of God throughout the world yearning and longing in the midst of a long pandemic for the same sort of gathering about which the psalmist sings in today's lesson from Psalm 84. Some say that Psalm 84 is a glad song, sung at the site of the temple by excited pilgrims on their way to the temple. Others say that Psalm 84 is a sad song, sung by homesick souls unable to get to the house of God. Either way, it is a song all of us know by heart. Because like the ones who first sang Psalm 84, we too long, yearn, and ache to gather with the people of God at the house of God for the worship of God. Never more so than now, when for so many, the time to return to large gatherings in familiar ways has not yet arrived. But though that time is for many of us not yet here, someday it will be. And when it comes, None of us will welcome it more gladly than those of us who have missed it most deeply. Like the one who wrote this morning's psalm, we love the sacred space which is our sanctuary. But for us, it is the gathering, not the building, which matters most. The thing we miss the most is the comfort and the courage we draw from one another when we are together. The people who surround us here becoming what Stanley Hirewas called a community capable of absorbing our grief.
we find that kind of comfort and courage in and with one another. The people who surround us here calling forth that which is deepest and best in us because they confirm that which is deepest and best in us. They don't ever tell us with their words that we should be better. They just show us by their lives that we can be better. The kind of people who just by being who they are every day help the rest of us see how kind and true and gentle it is actually possible for us to be the people we see and the truth we say and sing and hear and hold at church slowly, slowly transforming our lives. In one of his poems, Wendell Berry says, the water descending in its old groove wears it new. The same stream running over the same spot in the same stone year after year after year, eventually wearing an old groove to a new depth which, in my experience, is exactly what happens across a lifetime in church. The same truth heard over and over and over again, week after week after year after year, eventually opening a new depth in our lives. Every now and then, I, I think about a conversation I had with a college student who grew up here at Northminster. Just a chance, you know, 30-second conversation in the Narthex at 527 or 528 before that year's Christmas Eve service was about to begin at 5.30. Our young person in that brief conversation told me that he was hanging out with some friends late one night when for reasons he could not recall, the conversation turned to church our young person told me that when it came his turn to say something, he surprised himself by saying to his friends, 
My church back in Jackson changed my life. To which his friends replied, How? How did your church change your life? To which our young person said, I don't know. It's just that all my life, first as a child and then as a teenager, I kept hearing them say over and over and over again that since God loves everyone, we should too. And somehow, hearing that over and over, year after year, sort of changed the way I look at people and the world. It changed me. A simple, beautiful example of the sort of thing that happens in church. Rarely all at once or once and for all, but slowly, slowly, little by little, the water descending in its old groove wears it new. A lifetime lived in the presence of the kind of people who make us want to be better, helping us eventually not only to want to be better, but actually to be better than ever we would have been all by ourselves. Of course, in order for that to happen, we actually need to be together, which for many, because of the pandemic, has not been safe for us to do for a long time, leaving us to say with the psalmist, my soul longs, indeed it faints, for the house of the Lord. But someday, it will no longer be that way. It remains that way for so many of us today. But someday, more of us will be able to gather in all the ways we once did. Until then, each of us will need to be especially mindful and thoughtful gentle and patient, compassionate and kind. If there were no Holy Spirit at work in our lives, it would be foolish of us to expect something like a pandemic to call forth that which is deepest and best in us. But because there is the Holy Spirit at work in our lives, it just makes all the sense in the world that we would expect something difficult and complicated 
to call forth that which is deepest and best in each of us, all of us, being especially mindful and thoughtful, gentle and patient, compassionate and kind, while all of us sing with the psalmist those familiar old words from this morning's song. Psalm 84, the perfect song for a season such as this. My soul longs, even faints, for the house of the Lord. Because one day there is better than a thousand anywhere else. Indeed. Amen.